a little story. After a few days on the job, the new security guard came home despondent. What happened, his wife asked. I was fired, he moaned. Why? Well, when I was on duty at the desk, I dozed off for a moment. And while I was asleep, someone broke into the building. But honey, you're such a light sleeper. I'm surprised you didn't wake up. There must have been some noise when the burglar broke in. I wasn't fired for falling asleep, he confessed. I was fired for wearing earplugs. That's way funnier than you're laughing at. That's why I, I don't know why I think it's so funny. No one laughed last night either. I should have caught on, changed it up. But hey, I learned this. When you write a homily, even though you have to give it four times, you stick with it. If it's bad the first time, maybe it'll get a little better. But usually by the fourth time, it's like, yeah, I don't believe it either. <laughs> Do we wear earplugs in our interior lives? Our souls, our conscience. Are we wearing earplugs? John the Baptist, who is our guide for Advent, says that he is the voice of one crying out in the desert. Make straight the way of the Lord. It's one thing not being aware of our sins, but it is quite another to interiorly wear earplugs so that we do not even hear about those things that we need to confess as sins. John the Baptist calls us to repent. God is holy and requires a holy dwelling place within us. There's a good chance, though, that the call to repent doesn't really move us. It's like, what do you mean? We are not bad people. We live a decent life. We do our jobs, solve our problems, make ends meet, raise our families, deal with people pretty fairly. Yeah, we have our faults. We are in no way perfect, but our paths are pretty straight. But are they? Most of us usually consider ourselves decent because we basically have no major moral failings haven't killed anyone for a while. Since I haven't killed anyone, I don't even think other ways of killing someone. Like with my tongue, what I say about others, how I gossip, and on and on. But like a house that is abandoned, but all the furniture still inside, nice and neat and orderly, it all looks fine. We may not even notice that fine layer of dust that's settled in every nook and cranny. How about us? It all looks in order, but is there fine dust in the little nooks and crannies of our lives? The sins I call of good people the dusty kinds of sins, rarely noticed without a closer look, without some real quiet and reflection. 
to say, where am I dusty? Where could I use a little dusting off? This is a wonderful time to use that sacrament, if you haven't yet, before Christmas, to make a good confession. Because the thing is, with confession, not only does it forgive sins, it strengthens us. It strengthens us for virtue so that we can grow and mature and so that these dusty little sins don't grow and mature. And they can. So let's take out those earplugs, huh? And see what are those dusty sins that aren't listed necessarily in the Ten Commandments on first look. But actually, in the Catechism, the Catholic Church, when it talks about the moral life for an examination, it uses the Ten Commandments and can fit everything in there. But what are the dusty sins, huh? Complacency, smugness, a certain procrastination that makes an excuse for everything, taking people for granted, self-preoccupation, chronic complaining, envy, pettiness, rudeness, ingratitude, nagging, nagging, and nagging. Wears you out, doesn't it? If it would work, we should then keep doing it, but it doesn't work. I guess people must nag me more than I thought. Laziness, putting, not, never putting out our hand to help someone else. The sins of omission, those things we just omit. Walking past people and not seeing them. The little lusts, the little prides, judgmentalism, prejudice, gluttony. We can go on and on. Dust. Soft, fine dust. But it can be on everything. So take out our earplugs. Prepare the way for the Lord with a good confession if it's been a while. We are good people, but we do sin. As your pastor, as your bishop, I beg you, make a good confession.